Hey everyone, before we get started this week, uh, I have an announcement. We are going to be dark next week. Uh, there will not be an episode released. In the meantime, please make sure that you follow us on Facebook at Not A Terribly Good Podcast and also on Twitter at NATGPod. We will see you again on the following week and hopefully we'll have a special guest as well. And now on with the show. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us this week. Hey everyone, this is KJ. And this is Jared. And this is not a terribly good podcast. (laughs) What do you have for us this week, KJ? Well, let me tell you, Jared. (laughs) Welcome back. It's been uh, another week. Um... We're actually recording this one a week early, so what if a something... Long, what a long week it was for us. So if something, like, popped off in between now and then, uh, I hope everybody's okay. <laughs> <laughs> How come they are talking about the nuclear bomb? <laughs> well, we recorded this one early. Um, so, uh, yeah. This uh, this week we're going to talk about irrational pet peeves. and I'm t- Everybody's got pet peeves, but some of them are just absolutely ridiculous. That that's me. I have some really ridiculous, irrational yeah, pet peeves. Some of mine are ridiculous. I think some of mine are, yeah, you know, maybe maybe arguable. At best. <laughs> like, yeah, but definitely irrational pet peeves. So, um, how do you want to kick this off? You got a you got a good one to start us off with? Uh, no, I um, I thought of something else though. Uh, I'm drinking Georgia sweet, uh, Georgia peach sweet tea. Remember, uh. One of the guys, uh, one of the guys I used to work with was like, "Hey man, hey man, do you want some peaches?" And then I was like, "No, I don't want peaches. <laughs> like, I'm I'm not a huge peach fan." But he's like, "What do you have against peaches?" I'm like, "I don't know. It just feels feminine to me to eat a peach." <laughs> and then for like years, years, it was just like our go-to was like, "What, what are you like a peach eater?" Well, that was it. The uh, the presidents of the United States of America had that song back in the nineties about eating peaches. I'm gonna grow me some. I'm gonna buy me a farm. Gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Yeah, yeah, that was a ball. Millions of peaches, <laughs> peaches for me. Like I don't. Melissa had never heard that song. What? I don't. We were given. Um, she she made a big deal about all the all the first times we gave Riley different foods. Oh, so we gave her some peaches or whatever, and then. Like I think I sang sang along from that song. She's like, "The hell are you talking about?" <laughs> I'm like the president of the United States of America. And she's like, "What uh, lump? You've never heard that song?" Oh then, my god! So gosh. I had to show her the video like immediately. Yeah, yeah, that was that was back when music was good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, uh, pet peeves. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about pet peeves. Uh, in no particular order, I wrote down a lot. Okay, you can go ahead and kick this um, off. Something that always irritates me when, when I when I speak to people is when they say supposedly. Oh my god! <clears throat> so it 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 always it's I always want to just grab you and be like it's supposedly you dipshit. Yeah, my my brother in law does that on purpose because Suppos- he does, supposedly yeah because <laughs> he knows I don't like it either. It's like dude, it's got a D in it. Like, you know, it makes no difference, <laughs> and, and everyone knows what you mean. It's the it's, same thing. He also, like, s- irregardless. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I wouldn't. 
you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, next year they're, uh, you know, the dictionary websites are always trying to stay relevant and they're like, oh, yeah. oh here's the words we added this year. And yeah, it's always like, you know, like selfie was one a couple of years ago that got added to the dictionary and they're like, no, we're just, we're giving in and we're adding supposedly. <laughs> Because people suck and because people suck and don't know. I mean, that's kind of how language works. It, it is, and I, I get into arguments all the time. Yeah, because um, like, I guess uh, like a long, long time ago was like the word "with" meant not with. Like we use it completely the just, complete just opposite. Oppositely. Yeah, it's like why we still have words like withheld. Op- op- Oppositely. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I finished that flask from last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I guess, I mean, that's just how language kind of evolves anyway. So, here pretty soon we're going to all be speaking a mismatch of a bunch of languages anyway. I, you know, the liter- the literally thing. Oh. That people always argue about now, and how, yeah. and how Alanis Morissette ruined the word ironic. Yes, um, things like that, and it is. Uh, uh, have you ever read any David Foster Wallace? Mm, I, I think you might enjoy some of it. Yeah, uh, some of it's pretty crazy, but he has like uh, it'll take you like a week, but it's just one essay, <laughs> and it's just <laughs> it's all about how um, there's like always rival dictionary definitions and right you know uh it's actually pretty interesting about how these things change over time like now there's a whole huge discussion the last couple years about gender and you know the difference between gender and sex and how that's being changed politically and like really really all these changing definitions were a lot of it's politically motivated oh yeah and so the argument is you know, hey, like, what, what's real? Should we stick to things? You know, should things stay more traditional? Hey, this is how it's been used forever, and this is what it originally means. And there comes a point where this is how people actually use it now, so the the definition should reflect it. And then the the argument is, well, now you're just endorsing a wrong way, right? And it's it's a apparently it's a huge thing amongst among word nerds. Yeah, I've 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 seen a lot of that um, on videos that you know people have posted on the internet with like the etymology of words and, and stuff like that, and it's like I'm a linguist nerd. It's like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, one one of the guys I used to work with, he's uh, man, uh, he he joined the Air Force at like 18, and that was a couple years ago. So he's probably uh, I I do remember going out for his 21st birthday like a year ago. It was, be- oh, okay. it was before COVID. So he's probably 22, 23 now, but he's still, like, the youngest person I, I know. Right. <laughs> so, like, every now and then I'll, I'll shoot him a text and be like, the hell is this? What the hell? Like, I'll see something online or on TV. And I'm like, the hell does this mean? You know? It's, <laughs> like, if, if Urban Dictionary fails me. Right. Uh, the uh, <clears throat> the guy that, that uh, works uh, in, the, in the warehouse with me is 19. And so I'll say buzzwords to piss him off all day long. <laughs> it's like, hey, yeet me that box. He's like, dude, stop that, please. <laughs> it's like, I just want to ruin stuff for you. Uh, so I, I would do the same thing if Mason was here. I'd, I'd definitely ruin words. Oh, yeah. Like, that's my favorite thing ever. Like is, 17, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is, is what all the, 
Like you see all the videos of dads who just go like all the, I'm just going to ruin all my kids' lingo. <laughs> You're not even using it right, dad. No, I'm using it right. <laughs> if this is the reaction, it's good. <clears throat> uh, you know, like what's worse to a kid is, your, your parent using using a word wrong or or using it correctly right yeah <laughs> just your parents <clears throat> when your parents uh use any of your lingo like my mom and dad used to do it all the time too when i was when i was growing up you know I'd start calling all my friends dude and stuff like that mom don't do that just just call them by their name like what was <laughs> again you know like we're uh uh when we were kids, we didn't have the internet, so this stuff spread slowly. Right. But, uh, you know, what was the cool lingo when we were young? Like, the, I remember the bomb was, oh, was, yeah. was new and cool to say. Yep. The bomb. Um, calling, calling stuff sick or bad. Like, bad was really Ill. old. Yeah, ill. Ill, yeah. Because Beastie Boys had that album, the mm-hmm. license to ill or whatever it was. Yep, that was, that was back in the day. Uh, back in the day was one that we used back in the day all the time. To, to talk I about a big, like the last year. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what kids talk talk about now. Um, like, is back in the day like a, a not a cool thing anymore? I don't know. Hold on. Is, is it not? That's part of the teenage vernacular. Uh, what other irrational pet peeves? Um, do you guys shop at Costco? On, on occasion, yeah. Uh, so you go to the one up north, right? Yeah. Where they put that roundabout. Ugh. So <laughs> fucking roundabouts. Oh my god. So just like I have a lot of I have a lot of line based pet peeves. <laughs> so um every time there's like I I've always timed it really poorly. Like I'm I'm not a hoarder and I'm you know, I haven't I I don't go to Costco just to buy excess amounts of toilet paper. Right. Like apparently half of Spokane does. Right. But there's a um I've timed it poorly to where uh, I know when Inslee announced the last uh, the last shutdown mm-hmm. in December or whatever, apparently it, it like leaked um, the, the day before that like hey tomorrow Inslee's gonna announce some more s- some more uh, another lockdown yeah so that was the day I went to Costco <laughs> yeah so I showed up uh, and just the line to to turn into Costco mm-hmm. was backed up like almost to where Sonic is. Holy shit. Yeah, it was and I'm so I was texting Melissa like, I really don't want to go to Costco. Can I go can, do we need said, we need chicken and we need whatever. Yeah. So I was you know, I was like, you know what, it's early, screw it. I'm just gonna go. I have nothing else to do today. It's cool. So I'm in I'm in the right hand lane waiting to turn to Costco. And just I see all these people just get in the left lane and, and go up and then when you go around the roundabout, you have the right of way to get. Oh. <laughs> so you're like skipping a thousand cars. Yeah, that would be me. You motherfuckers! I would totally do that. I will angrily wait in line before <laughs> before misusing a roundabout. So speaking of misusing a roundabout, the people that come to a full and complete stop. Oh god, it's not that complicated. It's like it's it says hard. yield. Is there yeah. somebody going to hit you if you go in right now? Then you don't go in. <laughs> you know, it's like you wait for them to pass, and then you can jump right in. Just general advice: if if I go now, will someone crash into me? <laughs> so if yes, do not proceed. I did, however, this, this I know I shouldn't be proud of this, but I'm very proud of this because I'm pretty sure I actually um, 
scared the shit out of this old lady. She stopped in the roundabout and waved somebody in. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that, that was my next one. Is, and she waved is. somebody in. Okay. Now, I, I understand being nice in traffic. Everybody needs a little nice. It's nighttime. Nobody can see into your fucking car. You have headlights on. <laughs> you are like, you're just sitting there waving. And the only reason why I know you're waving is because I'm in a truck. You're in a little car. My headlights are shining through your fucking window. And I see you just with your little hand waving away. I lost my shit. Like, seriously, get out of the way. I have to poop. <laughs> it's been a long day. I need to get home and relieve myself. And you are making traffic hard. Like The, the, the reason vehicles work like it's it's in, it's insanely dangerous. Just think about explaining that concept to to anyone alien. Just like oh no, we all climb in these multiple thousand pound vehicles and go around anywhere from you know zero to a hundred miles an hour. Right. And like, how do you not crash into each other? You, because we all understand there are certain you know, we all agree certain, there are rules and procedures that you need to follow, and and we all learn them. Yeah. And we agree. To follow them, and it's an expectation that other that other people are properly licensed and trained to do the same. Right. So when you pull up to a stop sign or you go to a roundabout, and you don't understand right away stuff that any fourteen year old knows, right? Because they're excited to learn how to drive <laughs> and they're studying early. That when you don't know about the right away, and when you try and be nice, you are fucking up that system. Right. You are making it not work, <laughs> and you're an asshole. <laughs> I, you know, hey, don't fucking wave me in right. from the stop sign. Just, you go, motherfucker. You got here first. Yes. Or, like, and alter- on the other side of things, like, hey, you know, if we pull up to the stop sign and I'm on the right, if you stopped four milliseconds before me, that doesn't mean you got to the intersection first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, I, I, I'm to the right. I have the right of way. I'm going to go. Yeah. Like, don't wave me in. Like, I'm going because, you know, hey. I'm just the, the, the whole if two people get to an intersection together, yeah. you know, hey, whoever's like, on the right, we, yeah, we're not, we don't have the quantum watches out. We, we're not <laughs> one person stopped before the other person. All right, it's close enough to where we got here together, and people don't understand that. You go like, oh yeah, I was here first. My, like, if, <clears throat> if yeah, I was gonna say when I uh, like uncontrolled intersections where it's like. Then it's then it's okay that you like okay you go or like at least make eye contact with the other driver. That's what bugs me is people are just like if I don't look at him I get to go, which is totally how things work in Middle Eastern <laughs> countries. If anybody out there has ever driven in the Middle East, it's like if you make eye contact, that means I get to do whatever I want. So that's why I'm making eye contact trying to merge in, and if I make eye contact with somebody, they're letting me in whether they wanted to or not because they made eye contact yeah. with like, me. I don't need to make eye contact with you. I understand how driving works. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm trusting that you do as well. Right. Except, well. But, man, driving in the Middle East is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. I hated every second of it. it added, that t- took years off my life. Yeah. B- being, being the one asshole who always got suckered into driving because you're dodging – Daewoo's and Kia trucks of that, people who are not licensed yeah, to drive. You're, you're weaving it, you, roundabouts that are eight lanes wide. You know, like uh, you know. several of which have just hit a bunch of you know, taken a bunch of poles off a of hookah that had yeah. tobacco and opium um, in yeah. it. And you're weaving <clears throat> in in between, you know, uh, cars that are not worth you know, like the whatever <laughs> random bills I have in my wall right now, <laughs> and Lamborghinis. Oh God, and just the. Rolls Royces and cars I can't even name that they're so valuable. Yep. It, it all weaving in and out of the cheapest, shittiest. 
vehicles yeah, ever. Stuff like I, I I've seen trucks over there that don't have brakes. They just use the engine to slow themselves down. Like they just downshift. Yeah. You just see them stuttering. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so stressful too because you're in. You know, they tell you they give you this shitty little fucking Toyota truck. Yep. That you know no one takes care of. No. And and then they're like, all right. Um, it, before you check out the truck to go off base, they they they'll want they'll walk around. Is there any scratches? You know, is there dust on it? Like right. because your your little E four ass is responsible for this. <laughs> <laughs> and you better believe that there's any damage. We're charging you for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now go drive it among the world's most terrible drivers. Yeah. And, and like, they always give you that safety briefing, too, beforehand. They're like, hey, if you see trash on the side of the road, it could be a roadside bomb. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, we're in like, downtown Doha. Yeah. No, it better not be. They're like, yeah, it could be. It, there's fucking trash everywhere. You know, like, yeah. And, and, and no one's going to respect your license. No. Nope. Uh, and, and you don't have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> so, you like, if you have to crash, crash into the Daewoo. Do not crash. do not crash into the Bugatti. Yes, <laughs> aim for the uh, the license plate that has the the most numbers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And we don't have agreements with the local police, <clears throat> so if you get arrested, we we will try to help you. Right. God, that was stressful. Yeah, that was fun times. <laughs> uh, okay, what's one of your pet peeves? Let's then? see. People who pronounce. Gif wrong. Jif? Gif. Jif? I will fucking fight no, you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what does it stand for? Graphics interface something? I don't remember. Format. Okay. Okay. So the first word is graphics. We're going to go ahead and use that G right there. Uh, Mark, uh, Mark Conrad does it. I think he'll say Jif. It's not fucking peanut butter, man. <laughs> <laughs> I man, I have a hard time thinking of any time I ever need to say that word out loud. Like if I'm if I'm talking about gifts, it's in in a text. That's that's yeah. that's true. It's, you know, like I, this that might be the first time I've ever said that word out loud. I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I was gonna say, um, I did spend 24 hours on Facebook communicating only in gifts. Which was by far the most fun 24 hours I think I have ever spent on Facebook. Because I had people try to trip me up left and right. It was like, there was a gift for everything. Every single, you could ask me a question, I'd be able to respond with a gift. It was awesome. It was absolutely hilarious. Um, Let's see. And then we talked about roundabouts. Um, Oh, yeah. People who wait in line for things. Fuck, I hate you. (laughs) <laughs> like I, hold on like, hold on just a second i want to get that one because you're going to explain that one on video as well um so yeah we just got chick-fil-a right oh my god it was in the news like someone someone i know in salt lake city told me it was in it was in their newspaper like look at these clowns from spokane who <laughs> just got a chick-fil-a who who are waiting four hours in line for drive through chick-fil-a N- yeah still yeah still it's, it's been here for like a month now, like, there's okay. still a line. Like, yeah, it, it's a good chicken sandwich. I'm not waiting in line 10 minutes. You can tell me Ivanka <laughs> Trump was giving out blowjobs with Chick-fil-A, and I wouldn't wait in line more than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a perfect video right there. That is good. <laughs> that's going on TikTok. <laughs> like, there's no reason to wait in line for that. No. Oh. 
I was going to say, yeah, we still haven't gone there. It's like, if, if I see a line, I'm not going. No, absolutely not. No. Do you want to know what's awesome and it's right by Chick-fil-A is Wingstop. Oh, yeah. Dude, that place is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I like Wingstop. Dude, their fries are money. I was like, oh, I actually bought an extra fry just so that I could use it the next day and scrambled eggs. Because it was like, I love the seasoning on there. It made it great. It was, it was wonderful. It's for any of you uh, fat people out there that want to try something. <laughs> like, I could put French fries in my omelet? <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. It, it's, I guess it's just like hash browns, kind of. Yeah, it's home fries. Yeah, true. That's what we used to do in the uh, out at the base all the time when we have leftover fries. I wouldn't let them throw it away. I just like, no, nope, we're going to use those for midnight meal. And then make um, scrambled eggs and, and hash browns and mix them together for all the security forces guys at night. They fucking loved me because all these guys, they get <laughs> shit on all the time. They're working night shift. And it's like you get to, you, you walk in there, you, there's half dinner and half breakfast and it's all leftovers because right. the military's not going to throw anything away. I mean, yeah, it's the Air Force, so it's at least and, decent food. And uh, I remember all the all the cashiers would always get pissed because, uh, you know, like you, you get the cops, like four people come in for midnight meal. Right. You know. And it's a cop, you, you, and when you're working nights for a while, you get to know everyone because it's literally four the same four people. Yep, all the time. You're like, hey, you, hey, man, you got fucked on night shift again? Cool. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to be here either. Nope. <laughs> you know, and then so when the guy's like, hey, man, can you mix all this cool stuff into a big omelet for me? Like, sure. What do I care? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the cashier's like, I don't know how to ring all this up. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like we're like, th- literally throwing all this away. You know, like, I used to like. Um, like he, he's not paying real cash. You're not accepting real money. You're, you're punching numbers in the computer. Who cares what it says? Right. It's because it, because I'm gonna like I'm gonna make it all right when I fill out the waste log earlier when it says I threw away four hundred thousand dollars worth of food tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the same as I do every night. Yeah, I was gonna say I was always the one that had to do the uh, the end of day report anyway. So it's yeah. like I'm gonna make it look right anyway because they don't because care. Who cares? Like we fed like you know this is a money losing proposition. We yeah. are. You know, we are employing you <laughs> and, right. and and me, and I get benefits from this job. I don't, I doubt you do. No, you know, and we're feeding seven people. I'm gonna make all. You know, there was a lot of time that I made public health look like they made me throw a bunch of food away just to fuck with public health because they'd come in like, yeah, that's a dented can. It just came in. It's not bulging. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna like. There was one dude that was like he learned how to spell botulism or something. And so he had to write it down on sticky notes all day long, but he'd come in and do, do a walkthrough. And if there was a dent or something like that in a can, he'd stop botulism now. And it's like, name one person that's gotten botulism on this base. <laughs> name one. Well, it hasn't. It's like, yeah, it's because it's a fucking dented can. It's not bulging or anything like that. You ass wipe. Just fucking leave it alone. It's green beans. Get out of here. Have, have I been on my fucking public health rant? With you? No, please do. So when uh, when I was deployed to Kyrgyzstan, um, they they made me the food accountant. For, I just had the unlu- <laughs> the unlucky the luck of the draw there. Yeah. So uh, they looked at you and went, "He could probably do math." So uh, what <laughs> what some butthole, however many previous deployments before, had done was um, uh, Manus was uh, a, a transit station. It's you know like they used okay. to call it Manus Air Base. Right, and then they didn't like that because the Ru- the Russians didn't like that. So they're like, "We don't want you. We don't want a base in Kyrgyzstan." So they had to call it the transit center. At, <laughs> so, so you know, the I mean, transit center. You know, absolutely, absolutely nothing changed except we didn't call it an air base anymore. We called it the transit center at Manas, 
which <clears> is just, <throat> used to just be an airport. And right. then, you know, it was just tents and a couple, a couple cheap buildings. But, uh, so there were, um, eight, eight, 900, maybe 1100 people tops, but permanent, you know, uh, they call permanent party, but you're, you're, right. you're deployed. So people who stayed a whole deployment at Manas was around a thousand people, but they had capacity to get up to like 15,000. Wow. Just cause wow. you know, um, you know, people would surge in and out. You know, there were certain times where, you know, when a lot of army units were switching in and out, like the population at, at Manas got huge. Okay. So it was, it was just built to flex, but it was mostly empty. So, got uh, regulations that said, hey, you need enough MREs on hand to support permanent party for three full days in, until we can fly more food in. If something happens, you need to be able to feed everyone for for three full days. So there, um, which of course never happened. Right. So. Um, the, what what the regulation said, you know, like the law essentially is what regulations are, is permanent party. So you need to have enough MREs to feed a thousand people for three days. Three thousand MREs is not that much. No. You know, a pallet is forty eight boxes, and each box is twelve MREs. So, right. You know, whatever, and you get a dozen pallets, and you got more than enough. I'm not going to do the math, but some commander somewhere was like, theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> we could have 20,000 people on base. So, right. We need to have enough MREs on hand to support that many people and I want a margin of safety so double that. Right. So, I need So, so I need. we had an entire California shelter. Which is oh my god. The, basically an airplane hangar. Full, yeah. It was full of MREs. They were stacked seven high, like pallets stacked seven high. Yeah. Um, and the thing was like full. So when I got there, I was just like, the guy was like, here, sign this inventory. I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, I'm not signing for a million dollars for the MREs. Jesus. Um, you know, like, we're going to count stuff first. Yeah. And he's like, I, I don't know what the count is. I'm like, well, that's your fucking problem because I'm yeah. not signing for this shit. So um, eventually, eventually we got it done. <laughs> and, you know, I'd, memos and talking to absent like hey i'm not signing for this but here here's what the count is now and i'll sign for what the count is now and they're like okay <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like because no one cares but i'm not gonna let yeah i'm not gonna put my name on anything illegal just in case yeah but anyway so you know they're crazy old mres last forever um they have to put an expiration date on them right just just because but you know that they last forever so i was, I was gonna say as long as they're in a like the the heat doesn't fluctuate yeah, a ton. Yeah, yeah. There's a little sticker on them that, that turns red if yeah. it gets too hot, and those that all went off, of course. <laughs> so, but who cares? Yeah. Because they're still fine. So anyway, um, public health came in and was like, "Hey, uh, you know, I, I I wrote a letter saying, hey, I have, you know, sixty pallets of expired MREs that we need to get rid of, you know, because I mostly just want to get rid of them." Right. So and I'm like, hey, they're expired. Cool. This is my way to, this is my excuse to throw them away. And public health was like, we can't waste that much taxpayer money. <laughs> we, <laughs> uh, so we're going to start an, an, an inspection process. And the way public health wanted to do it was, um, okay, we're going to do a random sampling and we're going to test them. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, whatever. I'll pull a random one. And he's like, I choose the random one. So give me your inventory. I want all the lot numbers. So he's like, okay, I want this lot number of MRE off of this number pallet, um, box 36 of 48, MRE 7 of that <laughs> box. And he's like, go find it. 
Like, first of all, the numbers are arbitrary. <laughs> you know, I, you know I, I told you there's 300 pallets, um, and he's like, get me pallet 157. Like, okay. And he, and he, he came with me, and I'm like, okay, there, there, there's not like a designated pallet in 157. I just counted. And he's like, start there. <laughs> and it's the captain, so you can't argue. Oh. So. <laughs> I could. So I spent 12 hours fork, forklifting pallets around. To get to one specific pallet, the number he pulled out of his ass, right? Right. We get that pallet down, and then I'm, I rip apart the pallet, which makes it impossible to put back in the middle of the stack. Right. Um, and uh, and then I get the one specific MRE he wanted out. And I'm like, okay, like, what kind of tests are you going to run? You know, thing, you know, I wasn't exactly picturing beakers and test tubes. <laughs> right. Uh, but he's like, no, I just open it and smell it and taste it. Like, you you fucking made me move MREs for 12 hours. <laughs> what else are you going to do for 12 yeah, hours, though? I, okay, good point. But <laughs> my, my answer is like, and, yeah. and then I had to do that once a month because they wanted monthly monthly reinspections of MREs to recertify that, hey, these are expired, but they're still good. Wow. And then, so I eventually worked out with Absent where, like, hey, like, you guys need to stop buying MREs for a while. And anyone else in the entire war. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, like this is literally what we did. I was like, anyone else in the whole war who wants an MRE needs to order it from me, right? And then I spent so much of my time just like forklifting pallets across across the base and loading them onto C fives or whatever. Just like that's awesome. Like, somebody at some fob wants wants four cases of MREs or getting it from me. That's funny. <laughs> and then so like in, you know you know like at the end of deployments we all write ourselves medals and stuff. So my medal from that one is like, like technically one time I sent I sent MREs to some SEAL team, so it's like, like nice. the, you got an yeah, achievement medal. Yeah, in that yeah, one. yeah. Uh, it was a it was a commendation. That, oh, like, nice. That in one line in there is like supported SEAL team six to do whatever. <laughs> and it was like it was like no, they wanted to send MREs from AFSENT, and I filled out half a form and and dropped them off at TMO. <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> But yeah, people who take their jobs way too fucking seriously. Yeah, is a pet peeve of mine. That's definitely a pet peeve. Okay, what else you got? Uh, okay, parenting advice. Like, oh, people um, who give unsolicited parenting unsol- advice, like un- unsolicited, underhanded, like um, parented advice. What do you mean so, underhanded? So you know, I, I don't really care. Like people, people love talking about their kids. You know, I talk about my kid all the time, and, pe- and people want to give me advice, and it's cool, and it's. I know a lot of people get annoyed at, at unsolicited parenting advice. Not not so much because it's easy to ignore. Right. Like if you want to tell me, you know, like if someone wants to tell me that, hey, don't vaccinate your kid because, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's easy to just go, okay. It, it's much easier for me just to ignore you, just to right. say, yeah, not in my head. Yeah. And then go on with my life. Because I don't need to engage with that. Who cares? Right. It's super, you know, you mean well. And I can ignore you. <laughs> and that's the easiest way to end that conversation. But, um, like, I, as a man with with a little girl, I get it all the damn time. So uh, I was in Walmart a long time ago. Uh, Riley had a pacifier, and she was sitting in the sitting in the little seat of the, of the right. cart. And then she spit out her pacifier onto the floor or whatever. You know, I'm in, I'm in the checkout line at Walmart. So I bend over to I bend over to pick up her pacifier and, and you know, she's gonna shove it in my pocket. And the woman behind me is like, Oh no, your pacifier touched the ground. That means daddy can't give it back to you. You know, like talking to my daughter. But that's clearly for my benefit. 
<laughs> like, bitch, I'm not going to give my fucking daughter the a Walmart ground pacifier. Right. You know, like you said that because you wanted to tell me not to put shove that back in her mouth. Yeah. There's no reason, but. you know, or, <laughs> or like, you know, it's been. I'm a man. I'm not incompetent. You know, like it's the fall where it's still 65 degrees out. Yeah. And, you know, I've taken her again. This is another uh, time we we're at the store and, uh, you know, just walking through the store, um, going through the checkout line. And the uh, the person checking me out was like, oh, you must be freezing, little girl. You know, like, uh like no, she's in a little tiny fleece. It's sixty five, you know. And she's still in a little zip up. Like she's probably hot. <clears throat> she's probably sweating. Yeah, you know. Like they always tell you, like, hey, if you're cold, your kid's cold. Right. You know, like kids don't need to be in winter jackets all all year round. You know, like lady, you've been in here all day. Like, do you know what it's like outside? It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know, like they always address it to the kid, like, oh, you must be cold. Yeah. You know, but obviously you're. Telling me that, like, shut up! I know my kid. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. I never really got that with Xavier, but I don't. I mean, like, I I wonder <clears> if it's because you have a boy and I'm a girl, and and people naturally, I, like, people assume that I don't know how to handle girls, and a lot of the times they're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. I I'll bet it has more to deal with um, the look on our face most of the time because you don't have um, that asshole stare that I do when I'm concentrating because sometimes I'm just thinking real hard and I look like I'm going to kill somebody. And it's no, I'm just actually trying to like do math in my head or something. And I look angry. I am angry that I'm probably thinking about something too hard, but really it's just like, I look, I look mean. So people aren't going to say something because they're like, maybe this guy's unhinged, you know, but I'll bet you that has more to do. That. It might be because I have a, you know, I know. Yeah. yeah. That's, boy, that's just but, the way I've always, I've always taken it. I know my brother, uh, my brother and his daughter, he always gets mad when people are like, oh, dad's babysitting today. Oh, God. And that... he does the whole, you know, I'm not babysitting, I'm parenting thing. Yeah. You know, like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I did see, so there was, I saw a funny uh, comment, uh, commentary on that. It was like, yeah, you're still babysitting, though. Like, that's, I mean, you, yeah, parenting and babysitting, pretty much the same thing. You don't get paid for it if you're parenting. So, I mean, that's the difference. You're still trying to keep yeah. the tiny thing alive. With, yeah. know. <laughs> I know, you know, like, clearly you want to help. So do you want to take the next shitty diaper? Right. Because uh. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just a dad. What do I know? Uh, yeah. So, like, with people telling me about parenting, never really – not much ever really like bugged me about it. Like I'd get random advice here and there when I'd just be like out of the store. But most of the time, like if it, if anybody stopped to talk to me about something, it was like, Hey, your kid just knocked a whole bunch of shit off the shelf over there. It's like, yeah, I know they knocked it off over here too. Cause Xavier has long reach and he'd like, Oh, I want this. I want that. Knock it off. <laughs> Keep your fucking hands to yourself, kid. Or, um, but he would talk to people like just going down there. He has to talk to everybody that he sees. And like, now with COVID and people wearing masks, why are you wearing a mask? Are you dumb? Because <laughs> that's what Dad told him. It's like, yeah, people are dumb and they're scared. And Riley wants to wear a mask. Like she, um, but we don't have anything small enough. Uh, somebody, I think my mother-in-law put a little mask in her stocking. Oh, and nice. she'll she'll like, uh, I'll be like, hey, hey, do you want to go to the store with me? And she'll like get her her boots and her socks and her mask. 
because they're all right there. And then you know she can't wear it for more than ten seconds, and it's right, way too yeah, because they're you know. But you know she children. sees she sees like me wearing it, yeah, and she just wants to do it. And it it's it's kind of cute. Yeah, my <laughs> the way the the Washington State Health Department's handled this whole thing has made me like that's what bugs me more is like if, if this virus was that serious, you guys wouldn't have put out a public service announcement to, for people to use glory holes when they're having sex. Like that was, that was King County's health department's big thing was, Hey, let's go get a shower curtain from Lowe's and cut a hole in it so that I can still blow you. And, but I won't get COVID that way. Do you not understand how fluid exchange works? Like pretty sure virus is going to get in you one way or another. Like, <laughs> so yeah, so that's like the way the public health department in is what made me not treat this virus like and the, it's been a big thing. You know, okay, like shut down all the businesses, whatever. You know, but like, I don't. Know. It it it's got to be really weird trying to balance all these interests. You know, like, hey, you know, no one can go to movie theaters, but schools are cool, right? <laughs> you know, because. <laughs> Like realistically, like people got to do something with their damn kids, you know. Like I, I get that, right? But let's not pretend that movie theaters are such a serious issue either, right? And, and I think a lot of that is, is people don't understand. Like, hey man, people are just trying to make the best of a bad situation, and like people are lucky to work. Like a, a lot of people are still lucky, lucky to be working. Right. Like, there's a lot of people that are out of jobs. Oh yeah, you know, and those people need to do something with their kids so they, so they can keep those jobs which is why school, which is why schools are still open right like realistically it's not because schools are safe no you there's, know? but then but there, no, but there's the, also the, nothing safe like yeah there's a reason like do you remember the um stay alive 55 initiative that was like nationwide like w- there's been studies on car crashes and if you're going six or 55 or under you have a significantly higher percentage of survival of a head-on collision but people are like yeah but it's really fucking slow on the highway so <laughs> like no one wants to do that no they're like so but 70 you might not survive yeah but i'll get there in one p you know i'll get uh, yeah, i'll get there hey, you know like the, what are the odds so, of me crashing versus right you know like i've been driving 70 my whole life i've never died in a car crash yet <laughs> exactly so it's like you know there's an acceptable risk yeah. which was taken away from everybody with this like Everybody, nobody had a choice about an acceptable risk with uh, the coronavirus. And there was a ton of misinformation from the very start because nobody knew what the hell yeah. it was. So when you, like, as stuff comes out and you're like, oh, when when the CDC says, like, well, you have to be around somebody for 15 minutes actually talking. That's why we have the, the six foot apart thing. Okay. So if, if I'm more than six feet apart, I could talk to somebody. Like, yeah. Okay, but if you're closer than that for 15 minutes, you have a significantly higher I, rate of getting the virus. Oh, yeah. I think like most of this isn't going to make it into the podcast. This is just yeah. us talking. Yeah, if, <laughs> if, if they just be realistic with their advice, is like, hey, like, is the mask perfect? No. Is it better than nothing? Yes. Yeah. You know, I think people would be a lot more on board with it. We're saying, hey, like, you know what? Do your best. Do this. We're going to mandate it. Just, 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 just go along because literally. It's better than nothing. You know, had people like, we should have been doing this for cold and flu season for years. I mean, forever. Like, we would have never had the wild outbreaks of the cold and, and the flu and stuff like that if people were wearing masks all along. Fucking, like, that's what you do in 
um, Asian countries, like all over the place. Like you always see them are wearing masks and mm-hmm. stuff like that in China and Japan and stuff like that. Those people have a cold or they don't feel good. So they're going to try to not pass it on to you. Fucking, you mean somebody's being a decent person? Like, <laughs> like, fucking genius. Like, Why and, haven't and then, we been doing that? And man, like, these people just suck at getting a message out too. Cause like, Hey, there's so many people who don't understand that. The, hey, the point of a mask is that you might be sick and not know it. And you're going to keep all your germs to yourself. Yeah. And that's the point of the mask. And people are like, it's not going to stop me from getting it. You're like, no, of course it's not. But that that's not the point of it. Yeah. No, it's not going to because you touched that wall over there and now you're going to go and touch your face. Yeah, It's going to stop mm-hmm. you from maybe giving it to someone else. And it's going to do that better than nothing. Yeah. But, <sighs> yeah, I mean. Like, I, yeah, you know what? Like I, I don't I don't really care. Maybe it's a total placebo. I, I think sometimes people need that. Yeah. They need to feel like, hey, I'm doing something to help. See, and you know what really bugs me is like my brother in law is uh concealed carry, so he refuses to wear a mask. He's like, Nobody's gonna make me be a felon. <laughs> Put the fucking mask on. It doesn't matter. Just like, no one nobody's cares. gonna nobody's gonna like, bust you. Yeah, no one's enforcing that right now anyway. And, and he was like so he'll walk into a store and it's like they well keep your or you know you have to put your mask on no i'm carrying a gun i can't want to wear a mask well then get the fuck out of my store it's like do you understand like your freedom like their freedoms are the same as your freedoms you don't get them just because you want them and then tell other people they don't have them like that's the way this works is this is a private business this isn't like yeah. <laughs> you know you're not walking into a government building that's passing out food because you're against communism dude that's that's also one of your things yeah, so I like i'm <laughs> man, i'd love to be a libertarian if libertarians weren't just fucking, fucking crazy, batshit crazy crazy all the time like there's a lot of there's a lot of real basic like if you could just be hey i'll be libertarian when it when it when it makes sense yeah <laughs> that's cool but you know when she started trying to make a party around it and draw lines you know like hey you don't want to make a, a gay wedding cake don't make a gay wedding cake it's cool right. you know someone else someone else will and then, and that's money in their pocket, you know. Yeah. Like you don't want to serve people with or without a mask, whatever. Cool, that's you know. But yeah. then you take it to an, you know, if you say, hey, if, if this is the way every business works, then it's, it's some weird bad stuff. But yeah, hey, for the most part, hey, if there doesn't need to be a law about it, cool, like, people will figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was hey, like, there's know. one thing in there that you could like. How about you just be nice to people? And they'll be nice back to you. Like, that's how the, like, the golden rules. The whole reason this book was, like, that's why we put it all into a there's, book. There's a lot of real decent conceptual stuff in there. <laughs> you know, but if you want to start saying, hey, you know, it's all good or it's no, or none of it is. Yeah. And it all starts to fall apart. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, let's get back on to uh, irrational. Pet, pet peeves. I got a pet peeve still. Uh, let me see what's next. Um, people, okay, so we just had Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. People who are like, I don't want to ever lie to my kid. <laughs> and, like, I'm, we're not gonna we're not gonna do Santa because I don't want to lie to my kid. I'm gonna lie like I lie to my kid all the time. My kid doesn't even speak. Right. Yeah. I'm like no, you know, hey, like you know, I do I, I do I want my kid to trust me? Yeah, of course, you know, yeah. but that's it. Santa's not gonna erode that. Right. You know, like, like it's you know me neglecting them is gonna erode <laughs> that. You know, I'm, I I think I'm doing okay in that in that ballpark. Once, like, so Mary and I had this this discussion, too, because she was a big not, like, she figured out Santa wasn't real, real early, you know, because, wait a minute, how's this fat guy get around the world? Like, really? None of that makes sense. (laughs) 
and I was like, it's not like, don't destroy the magic for the kid. Like it's, it's magical. Like Santa does this. It's awesome. You know, it's a thing. It's a, it's a special thing when they're old enough to figure out that Santa's not real. That's when you make them, that's when they realize that they're Santa Claus and they can go and do that for somebody else. They can pass on that magic, that good feeling that they yeah, had. It's cool. Then that's how that's, yeah. that's what you do. And that's you get, get them into charity work that way. So they can go and help somebody else that needs a hand up. And yeah. that's, it, you, you, you go down from there. You don't know how your kid's going to take it. No, you know, like I, like I know my kid better than anyone else, and mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't tell you how she's gonna take Santa eventually, <laughs> you know, like or how she's gonna take finding out there's no Santa. Yeah, you know, I don't know. We're we're gonna do it because it's fun. It's fun for us. Yeah, it is. You, know, like you like, get to spoil your kid a little yeah. bit without spoiling your kid. Yeah, even even now, you know, like she doesn't, you know, like yeah. she had a bunch of presents marked from Santa. Yeah, she had and, no you idea. Know, yeah, <laughs> she just enjoyed tearing paper. Yeah, I was gonna say Xavier yeah. knew. Xavier knows who Santa was or who Santa is and and knows that, uh, you know, he's like, he asked for a present and he got what he wanted from Santa Claus. He wanted a robot dinosaur that, that he could control. And so he got one. I mean, it was a $20 gift. That's a perfect, that's a perfect Santa Claus present. And I will stick with that the entire time. If he asked for an iPad, Santa ain't real. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen people say stuff like, Hey, um, have San- like uh have all the really cool presents be be for mom and dad and then have Santa give like some some of the you know some some cool stuff you know have Santa give some socks too yeah right you know, but but all the really really cool stuff is from mom and dad and and you know I can get on board with that right or like one thing from Santa like Santa brought you a present right um you know that that's fine but if you're like like I don't want my kid to ever know me to lie to them like you're just a fucking wiener yeah yeah, well, your kid's gonna be probably a terrible, like, terrible know, kid at school. Then, like it, and and, and like, people yeah. who say that, it makes me question like what you think being a parent is. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I'm building trust and I'm building my relationship with my kid day in and day out. Yeah. You know, like every time I, I read to her, you know, every time you know, like she she cries in the middle of the night. You know, I go in like that's what's building that relationship, right. not you know, not one time when I was eight, I learned Santa wasn't real. Yeah. And now and now I'm in therapy. Yeah, the Please people that say Dr. that they Phil. don't ever want to lie to their kids don't have kids. Yeah, like because yeah, I have to lie to Xavier all the damn time. Like, don't do that; you'll get hurt. You're probably screwing up your kid in a lot of other weird ways. Oh God, yeah, I yeah, I'm sure all kids. Yeah, you don't make it out of childhood without needing therapy. I'm just <laughs> just gonna go ahead and put that out there. <clears throat> okay, uh, I have a lot of food stuff now too. <laughs> do you like so? Uh, like I, I, I do almost all the cooking. Um, okay, and, you know, which is it, it's cool. Like I, I like it. You know, like you know, I'm a much better cook than my wife is. You know, she's not terrible. Like she does all the bacon. If there's like cookies and stuff, she's okay. she's great at that. It's I was cool. gonna say because you guys brought a bunch yeah. of cookies over to our but, house. You know, if we're making dinner, ninety nine percent of the time it's it's me. And oh. That's cool. And every now and, then, now and then, my wife will be like, "Do you want help in the kitchen?" No, <laughs> no absolutely not. You know, I I can be like, chop some onions for you know. Hey, I'm gonna make spaghetti. Chop some onions. And, you know, like no, I don't want. You know, like I don't want to take multiple bites of this onion piece that you cooked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you help me by getting out of the kitchen. Right. Like if I do need assistance, I will ask for it. But you are in the way. <laughs> Does your uh... Does your munchkin come in there and try to help? Um, cooking? We, I've, I've tried doing some stuff with her. Uh, like, 
<clears throat> oh, uh, for for Christmas, we made like salt dough ornaments. Okay. I put her handprint in a salt Play-Doh oh, deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Know, I Googled it, and we did that. So I let her like dump stuff in a big bowl. And she's still kind of young to really totally understand what we're doing, but mm-hmm. she enjoyed dumping stuff in a bowl and mixing with a spoon or whatever. Yeah. She's still a little too young to understand cooking. I think, it, well, I was going to say it just... Xavier, like, well, I mean, he knows now, but he, you couldn't keep him out of the kitchen when Marianne was in there. He's yeah, like, no, he has to help. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what she's, she's like, I'm not doing anything. He's like, well, I'm going to help you. No, go away. I'm just like, I'm <laughs> like, making coffee. That's yeah, it. Or like, something help, like that. Help me by getting out of the way. <laughs> you know, like, help me by distracting the little one. Right. You know, like, I, like, I have this under control. If I need your help, I, I will ask, you know, like, I appreciate, I really do appreciate the offer, but just get the hell out of the way. Um, like ordering food. Here, here's one that's irrational. Uh, don't order the same food as me in a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, 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 I can't explain it. It just bugs me. Like, like, hey, if 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 I want a French dip, like, like Melissa always be like, "What are you ordering?" I'm like, "I don't want to tell you because <laughs> you're gonna order the same thing." And, it's, and it it feels weird. Where like. Like, you know, like, it's not like I imagine the, the waitress is going in the back and be like, the couple at table seven just both ordered chicken parmesan. What is that weirdness? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, it just feels weird to me. <clears throat> so, and then, uh, no, and, and it's, and, and it's also, it's not like, cause a, a lot of people will do that and be like, no, then we can try each other's stuff. Like, I don't want to give you any of my food. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah. Like, right no, like, Mm-mm. I want chicken parm. It's mine. I claimed it at this restaurant. You can have something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> mine is like, so growing up when my mom would cook and I know my mom's going to listen to this and she knows she's not a very good cook, especially like well, she's gotten better now that, you know, but when we were growing up, like we ate a lot of uh, hamburger helper growing up because if it was, it was a box meal, basically is what my mom would cook. But she would say this shit like, oh, I'm not very hungry. So I'm not going to eat dinner. And then she'd pick food off my plate. <laughs> N- no, I dished it up because I'm going to eat all of this. And I'm probably going to have really? some more. Um, you said you weren't hungry. So stop eating my fucking like, food. Like I have chosen the proper amount of food for myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I, have, I have 35 years of experience of knowing how much I want to eat. <laughs> and I have chosen that, that, that correct amount. <laughs> so, yeah. Like even now. Yeah. I, I do not share food. It's like, it is, I know it's an irrational, like you can, you're fat. You can, you know, not yeah. eat that last bite, but it's mine. I like, uh, <laughs> uh, me, me and Melissa got Olive Garden last night. That's why I was talking about chicken parm. Yeah. But uh, like uh, she was, uh, she said, so can I try a bite of yours? You can have a bite of mine. Like, if, no, I don't want what you ordered. If, <laughs> if I wanted that, I would, if I wanted that, I would have ordered that. You know, like I like, hey, like I'll, I'll share some if you want to try and bite of mine. That, that's cool, but like, I don't, I don't want what you want. Yeah. <laughs> or um, so yeah. Uh, I guess on that note too. Um, like I'm 35, man. Like I know what I like and I know what I don't like. So when people are like, like, oh, um, like, don't, uh, do you want beef Wellington? Like, no, it's covered in mushrooms. Fuck that. Yeah. They're like, just try. It. You might like it. Like, I know. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's it's not like I'm afraid of trying mushrooms. You know, like I've yeah. had, I've li- I've lived a full life. I know that I don't like mushrooms or mushroom flavor right now. 
like I don't like the texture. I, I don't like anything about mushrooms. I don't like you're missing out. Like no, I'm not because I don't like it. <laughs> like, just try it. You might like it. I have. I don't want it. Try Brussels sprouts. Fuck no. <laughs> like no, I've had them. I don't like them. Right. Um. Yeah, in the same way. Like I don't like. There, there's a lot of food that I, I know I don't like. Like, so growing up, I hated green beans. Just hated green beans. Well, it turns out I hate canned green beans. So, like, <laughs> my wife won one because I love fresh green beans. Yeah. Those are good. Oh, they're delicious. Especially when you fry them in bacon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, and it was like, that was one thing that I discovered on a camp out. It was like I had no choice but to eat the green beans. It was like, fuck. Because there wasn't any other food. It's like it's not like I go just run down to the store. We're in the middle of the woods. And they made pierogies with Sonnenberg sausage and uh, fresh green beans. And it was like, okay. And then I ate. I was like, okay, these are actually kind of good. <laughs> Turns out I hate those waxy crap canned green beans, jelly green giant bullshit or whatever. Yeah, they are, yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, like, I mean, I, I like fresh green beans. You eat the big, the whole big ones. I, I like those. Yeah. But, you know, I'll eat canned ones too. Right. Like, I'll pick like olives off a of pizza. And people are like, what are you, a kid? Like, no, I'm a grown fucking man who knows I don't like olives. <laughs> you know, like, like hey, I, <laughs> that's funny because that's like, the only way yeah, I'll eat yeah, olives. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I have determined that me as an adult, I'm going to make this choice to not consume olives because I don't want them. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the no, only way I yeah, like olives. Like, if I were a child, you would order me what to eat and then I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh what else do you got? I, I just looked up Reddit. Somebody asked this question on Reddit. There's some funny ones on here. What, what do you got? Like uh, when when the air conditioner or heater is on and someone leaves the door open. Like it's, yeah. that that pisses me off. Like, 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 like I don't leave the door to outside open at all. You know, there's like, yeah. like you know, flies or like, flies in the summer, mosquitoes or whatever. Oh, I missed the It was a car door. Okay. I miss that. This text is really small. So when like, when the air conditioner not, heater it, is on in yeah. a car and somebody gets out and leaves the door open, like if they're going like to run If it's 120 and... degrees and you do that, you're an asshole. <laughs> 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 like, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, like, <laughs> like, the fuck is wrong with you? Why do you Why do you leave the door? Like, who just leaves a car door open? <laughs> My wife, when she, uh, oh, I forgot something inside. Like, She'd leave the door open like, and run inside weird, real quick. Weird, irrational pet peeves. Melissa won't let me leave the TV volume on an odd number. Like if, if, if she'll be like, turn it up. I'll wait, go, wait, beep, wait, beep, wait, beep, wait, beep, wait, beep, beep, And it's like 27. She'll grab the remote and make it 28. An odd number can't be on an odd number or so it has to be on an even number or a multiple of five. No, uh, no like she, she won't like 25. She'll, she'll go 20, like 26 or 24. <laughs> it just, it bugs her for some reason. <laughs> Um, or if if my teeth make contact with a spoon or something, oh you know, if yeah, I'm eating like, like that bugs her. I, I'm, yeah, I I totally get that one too because I can like yeah, that'll send a jolt of electricity yeah, right down I my spine. I don't know. Like then <sighs> this woman can eat loud too. Like if she's having some Chex Mix or whatever, this is Christmas and we just made a bunch of Chex Mix. She can be in a different room and I you can hear her crunching. <laughs> And then I'll like I'll look and I'm like, are you eating with your mouth open? What are you doing? <laughs> like, I get, Xavier does that all the time too. I mean, I feel bad for the kid because his sinuses are always plugged up because he's got my allergies, and so he'll eat. And it's like when he's like, especially at the end of the day, 
he's just he's all stuffed up and can't breathe through his nose so he's got to eat he's, <sighs> he's like dude stop it you, fuck, you sound like a damn horse <laughs> oh melissa doesn't like me to have a variety of alcohol anymore like this was a this is a purely kid-based thing like you know we used to have a well i we still have the little like liquor mm-hmm. corner over, over in our kitchen where all the bottles are right uh and then when she got pregnant she's like we can't have booze all the time in the house so she would just <laughs> like it was cool she spent nine months being pregnant just making me mixed drinks just to get through all the booze oh yeah and then like, and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I, I would go buy more we're like well hey like you know we need you know, we we ran out of vodka and I want some more of whatever specific mixed drink. So oh. I decided to get a little more and then just, uh, I managed to keep it keep it semi decently stocked. And and then and then for a while it was like we only had whiskey or scotch. Oh, because she was like, "You're only allowed to have whiskey or scotch." And then that was. Do you do stupid shit when it's not whiskey or scotch? No, no. Like, it's just she just didn't want to have like a giant liquor cabinet, like a oh. little bar in the corner. I think we're back there now. Oh, okay. Well, because like there's. There's certain people like everybody has an alcohol that they can't really tolerate. No, I, I've never been like that. Um, like, like if I drink, if I drink, and I found out that if it's it's cheap tequila, if I drink cheap tequila, I am ready to fight anything and everything, <laughs> and not because I'm angry, but just because it sounds like a fun idea. Like, like let me go fight this sign and just like go <laughs> start punching a stop sign or I something like that. If if Melissa were here and you asked her, she would say that like Everclear. <laughs> ma- ma- makes me like she would say Everclear, you know, the real stuff, not the 151 stuff. Makes me, you know, extra mean. But I would say like, no, that's just what happens when you drink pure alcohol. <laughs> like, I don't think it's anything special. Yeah. I think it's just that I got super drunk. I get super drunk super fast, and I haven't had Everclear in probably ten years. But yeah, um, oh, there's a uh, one of uh, my wife's irrational pet peeves is. Uh, when KJ and I tried to make alcohol in my kitchen, corn and sugar, and then ruin her good set of. Uh, are, are, are you seeing one pans. of your wife's pet peeves is us punching holes in, her, <laughs> in her pots and pans to try and make to try and make a ghetto still? Yeah, trying to make a stovetop still to make some moonshine in my kitchen. When we take her. a hammer and a screwdriver and pound holes through your pressure pressure cooker lids. <laughs> appreciate that joke <laughs> yeah uh, Ir- irrational for sure <laughs> totally irrational damn it we're making good old alcohol yeah so um it's uh uh i gotta thank you guys because i always forget that because you know we do like like me and melissa and you and marianne we do like the same gifts all the time yeah uh and like every year i'm like oh yeah bailey's yeah, the, the the we get the homemade Irish cream, and yeah. and then I get to drink in the mornings for a week. Yeah, and she made some good stuff. Like it came out really good this yeah. time. Yeah, it was good. So yeah, that was that Costco brand whiskey, like, which is Kirkland Jameson is what that is. Yeah, it's like the only time Melissa will like encourage me to drink in the mornings. <laughs> She'll be like, "You have to use this up," because she would much rather I get drunk at at at, at eight a.m. to watch her daughter th- than to let something expire. <laughs> like she will she will look at expiration dates and stuff even if it doesn't matter you know like cinnamon powder will yeah. expire and who cares 
So you, you know. should you should blow her mind and show her that Himalayan salt. <laughs> it says on the label that it's been uh, formed over, you know, like millions of years, but it expires in September. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh. all the time I'll be like, hey, like, didn't we have, you know, I need celery salt once every four years, right, for some random recipe? She'd be like, it expired. Like. I'm a, no, it doesn't expire. It's a, it's a dried spice. It's fine for all eternity. Right. It's like it, it hasn't turned into dust. It's okay. Yeah. It spice. I've explained a bunch of times. Like spices don't go bad. They they get a little less potent, maybe. Right. But they they don't expire. You don't need to throw them away. Oh. You got any more? Oh, that was it. I think we covered all mine. Nice. I had I had one, and I was thinking about oh. Was it? It was, I think it was a traffic one. I think we covered it already. Like there was one that happened. I was watching two idiots like weave through traffic on the way down here, and it was like, you guys are this is you're heading down Nevada. Like the it's 35. The person in front of you is going 36 miles an hour. You don't have to whip around them all angrily because they didn't want to go fucking 60 down this road. Like you can, you can just calm down. It's okay. You're coming up to a light anyway. And it's red. (laughs) Um, (laughs) When people speed (laughs) past you to slam on their brakes at a red light. Do you know that intersection? Um, It's Nevada and lions. Yeah. Or Lincoln, Nevada and Lincoln. Nevada and Lincoln. Yeah. So where there's, um, there's two lanes and the left hand is left turn only. Mm -hmm. And the right hand is straight or right. But the roads don't line up. Yes. So so people will, if you're visually looking and don't pay attention to the signs, you, you get in the left-hand only lane and it lines up perfectly with the single lane on the other side. Yeah. And people fuck that intersection up all the time. For So it's because that happened within the last five years. Oh, is it fairly recent? Forever, it was the other way. It was either go straight or left turn. And then the right lane was a right turn only oh, really? on Nevada, which which would make a lot of sense. Is why that road is is shaped like that. However, is people were getting into the other lane to go around the people that were trying to turn left onto okay. Nevada and being stuck in traffic, and it was causing accidents because the other people would that were turning right or turning left on Nevada from the other direction were just oh hey cool. I'm just going to go for it. And then somebody would whip around them and then they'd get into an accident and it would block traffic. Like there was an accident there every day for my entire childhood. Cause I used to drive oh, yeah. past that all okay. the time. Yeah. And coming, <laughs> coming the other way, going from the, the one lane, you heading West, right. Where it goes from one lane to two. Yep. There, there's not, you know, two lanes of light, but people try and always line up like there's two lanes. Mm-hmm. And every winter that road gets terrible. The same potholes just reemerge all the time. Cause oh, the yeah. city doesn't patch them. Right. Yep. So all the time, and, and people people want to squeeze in and turn right, which, which I kind of get. But man, I hate that too. Where you're in the and it's some always some guy in a giant fucking truck who who doesn't <laughs> who like you're in a giant truck. You you can drive on the shoulder like you'll mm-hmm. survive. But then they always fuck. I hate that intersection so much with the yeah. passion. See, and that's like so. Technically, it's not two lanes right there. However, everybody makes it two yeah. lanes because there's always that one jackass in the front. Like, that's the person I always get stuck behind. It's like, okay, I'm not going to go over into the the little cutout that is definitely for people turning right. 
It is like, so I'll stand behind the person. It's like, well, they don't have their blinker on, so they're probably going to go straight. Nope. They're just that fucking asshole that doesn't use their blinker until the last second. Oh, yeah. I should probably signal everybody in the entire world that I'm going to drive my three ton vehicle turning. Mm, fuck. Like, I get, oh, <laughs> I get heated about blinkers. Fuck. That's not an irrational pet peeve, though. That is completely rational. Yeah, just- if you don't signal where you're going while you're driving your three ton missile, you need to be kicked in the. <laughs> the no nos. Like I don't. I don't care what, what, what gender you are. Like you, you need to be kicked hard. I baby daydream maker. about doing the pit maneuver on people all the time. <laughs> like I've played enough video games. I've seen enough videos. Mm-hmm. I, I could probably do it. Yeah. If if I had one day, like I knew I was going to die in twenty four hours. If I had one day left to live. I would run into those people constantly. Like, <laughs> oh, you don't want to use your blinker? Fuck it. I'm going to try and kill you. Like, I'm going to try, or at least try to paralyze you. Like, maybe hit you right <laughs> at the door, you know, just to, just to break one side of your body. It's like, oh, guess you should have used a blinker and then leave. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> okay, that's irrational, but. <laughs> but there's good people that agree with me on that one because if you don't use your blinker, you're piece of shit you know what sucks is when you see people like say uh spokane drivers are the worst i've driven like i've been all over like every everyone says that about where where they are yeah everyone always says the the worst drivers in the world are here yeah and and you know what i've learned about all those people like when i ride with the people that say oh spokane drivers are the worst it's like you're the one that has ignored 16 different laws in the last five minutes like well, I'm a professional yeah. driver. Not, no, you're not. Like, not like, a good like, one. You know, where I'm from, everyone does 85. <laughs> and pe- people here suck at driving. Like, no, you're the outlier now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here five over is fine. Right. You know, like, you need to adjust. When I say no, when I say people over in Seattle are terrible drivers, it's because they are. Because everyone is an asshole but me. Well, yeah, I want to actually go the speed limit on this road, and everybody else keeps brake checking. It's like it's not that hard to merge onto a freeway. Get out of that lane. Everybody, if like if you don't have to exit for a while, stay in the middle lane. If you want to go super fast, get in that left lane and go super fast. <laughs> like, I, I hate when I'm cu- when I come up on someone. Like I'm I'm using cruise control. Yeah, and like that's you know I'll set my cruise control at five over and I'll just drive for ten hours. Yep, and, and it's cool because I can zone out and listen to a book. If, if I get to talking while I'm driving. For some reason, like my brain can't handle it. <laughs> if I'm not, and then, and then all of a sudden, Melissa's like, "Why are you going 35 on the freeway?" <laughs> like because I was talking, you know. So, like that—that's me. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, but um, so so I'll religiously use my cruise control when I'm taking a long drive yeah. and when I can. And then, like you'll come up on people, and then it's like coming up on them or passing them reminds them that they're going slow. And, oh, and, and then they have to like yeah. speed up, like oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah. They're like oh hey, like th- that guy's speed is good. I'm just gonna match that, and mm-hmm. now and now I'm on cruise control ten feet behind you, and you're matching my speed. You're you're a dick. Yep. Like yep. hey, you know what? I don't, I don't care if you're an also five. If you're also a five over guy, you need to choose a different speed because <laughs> this is my this is my speed. Yeah, I was gonna say like. Especially like when you're going out of town, like if you're driving from Spokane to Seattle and you're going through the middle of nothing that is our state where it's just, you know, all hay fields and shit. Um, if you like, I, I set my cruise control and I'll set it for, you know, like eight over or whatever and I'm going and I will get in the right lane where I'm supposed to be and I will only pass trucks or other slow drivers. But when you like what, what bugs me is other people who don't set their cruise control, like 
do your your vehicle is new enough that you have cruise control. I know you do because you know it's been made after 2000 so you have a cruise control on that vehicle push the fucking button and just drive you don't have to be the same speed as me just do it but then don't like fluctuate you know when they fluctuate like 15 miles an hour it's like all of a sudden they zoom past me and they get way going way up there and then i pass them again using cruise control you're a piece of shit like i hate hate the people who have who are obviously bringing five kids along and they they stop at every rest area. Mm-hmm. So like they'll pass me doing 15 over mm-hmm. trying to make better time. And then like stop, stop, stop the next rest area. Get, yeah. And then they pass me eight times. Yeah. So, like just, just accept that you're going to go slow. <laughs> it's going to take you a while. You got to make a lot of stops. Just, just knock it off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, yeah. like or drive a reasonable speed. Cause you're getting there. We're getting there at the same time or when people pass you, it, it, or they, they race around you and then we stop at the same red light and then they speed ahead and then we stop at the next same red light together. Yeah. We do that five times all through town. I, uh, I had this guy, like he was just, he was so pissed off one day and I don't know, like I've seen his car on the way to work several times. He like, we always meet up at like the same intersection and then he works down in the same area that I do. And one day, like, he was just racing around, and, like, he kept getting stuck behind other slow people. And it was just like, and I just kept going by and pulled up to him at a stoplight and went, hey, how you doing? And he's like, he's like, you could see him just fucking steaming. And it was like, I know you're not late to work because you go to work at the same time every day. Like, why are you just so pissed? Like, what's going on? Dude, did you, like, do you need to poop or something? Like, what is what has got you so up and uptight? Like, you just can't drive. Like, yeah, people who have to speed around and drive recklessly in city traffic suck. Like I understand speeding. I speed around town all the time, but I also have a truck that's got a go fast engine in it. Like <laughs> that's it's stupid easy to speed in my truck. So I end up speeding a lot. Like when other people slow down and I realize, Oh shit, I was going like 10 over. Cool. I'm actually thankful for those people that are going the speed limit. Like it reminds me to go the speed limit. So I don't get another damn ticket. It's like, I guess it's been about four years since I had a ticket. Man, I haven't been pulled over. The last two times I got pulled over, it was both for expired registration. Really? Yeah, because um, the state just, like, you know, they used to mail you a letter. Oh, yeah. And they stopped doing it, and yeah. I just stopped, forgot. So one yeah. time, it's been six months. Wow. Yeah, like, with the... Uh, got pulled over and the guy's like, "Do you know? Do you know why I pulled you over?" Like, I had no damn clue. <laughs> you know, like I'm driving down Division, and he's like, "He's like, your tabs are sick. like handing the registration," and he's like, and "He's like, handed it back to me," and he's like, "Do you know now?" I'm like, "No, tell me, douche." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "He's like, your tabs expired six months ago," and I'm like, "Oh shit, they did." <laughs> that was like a hundred twenty dollar ticket, or he, he wrote it for like one eighty or something, which I thought was gonna be a lot worse. Yeah, and I, I went to the court and I went down there. And I was just like, "Hey, I'm an idiot." I renewed it right away, and they dropped it. They're like, "The minimum we can do is 120," and they lowered it. Oh, nice. Then I, uh, so I was like halfway down to where I was going oh. after I got pulled over, and I'm like, "Hey, hey, just curious. Like, since I got this ticket now, like, if I drive home, what happens if I get pulled over again?" He's like, "You're probably getting another ticket." <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, this one doesn't get me out of a next one. Like even if it's twenty minutes from now, and he's yeah. like, no guarantee. Yeah, it really depends on how you treat the cop. Like, like, 
Do you want me to walk to a licensing place from here? <laughs> There's one back in Hilliard, I guess, you know, that I know. No, they got rid of that one, I thought. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, well, I would have wasted a lot of time. Yeah, the one, yeah, that one, because uh, you could go in there and you could steal somebody else's car if you had their license plate number and, and VIN. Oh, nice. They, would, they were just giving out titles <laughs> out the back door. Like, Dang it. They didn't even check. <laughs> like, oh, you have the VIN and a license plate? Cool, here's the here's the title for that brand new Audi your neighbor just got. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they were and, doing all sorts of shady then, shit through there. Yeah, that was the first time I got pulled over for that. And then uh, the next year, I got um, I got pulled over again. Um, but I I had renewed it. I just forgot to put the sticker on. Oh. And then I handed uh, handed the guy my registration. He still had the, <laughs> still had the sticker, it, it, it still had the sticker like uh, paper clip to it. And he handed it to me. He's like, "So I guess you know why I pulled you over." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and he handed it, and he handed it back to me. And like, "Oh, duh." And he's like, "Put this on right now, and then get to work." Still my uniform on, which is probably oh, helped. I was gonna say, I remember I got pulled over with my uniform on. Um, I was going past the community college where they got every speeder going out to the base all okay, the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> guy pulls us all over. We were all doing fifty and a thirty-five. I pulled like three people over. Like we all like he ran code and the siren was going, so everybody moved over. And so he just blocked the way and like walked to each car, <laughs> just like started like writing everybody tickets. He's like, license registration. So I hand him all my stuff and he's like, so you headed out to the base. And I was like, yeah, what well, gave it away? And he kind of looked at me like, you know, I'm gonna write you a ticket. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Just write me the ticket. I need to get out to the base. I actually have a job to do. Like, I was just, I was an asshole. There's a reason I got this ticket. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to earn uh, it though. I another time we got pulled over in Airway Heights, um, I was at one of the stoplights and then the, the car in the left, in the turn lane next to me, uh, to my left was in the, in the turn lane and they got a green arrow and they took off and I still half asleep. So I saw the car <laughs> next to me moving. I'm like, oh, okay, it's time to go. And I, I pulled out, and then I made it halfway to the intersection for it as I'm dumb, and I still had a red light. And oh, I was damn. like, oh, shit. And like, well, I'm already here. Yeah. Might as well keep going. Like, there's no there's no one around. It's 4 in the morning. We're in the middle of an exercise. And I look at my mirror, and it's like the only other car on the road was a cop right right, right behind me, and he's, like, waving, and he flashes lights. <laughs> <laughs> and, I pull, and I pull over into the little intersection right there, and he's like, what was that? And I'm like, dude, it's way too early. I haven't had caffeine yet. I'm sorry. And he's like, get to work. <laughs> It was really cool. I when I I got pulled over out there one time. Um, I was driving driving home after work, and it was like eleven o'clock at night. Nobody on the road. Um, it was pretty dark out, and I went over. I remember hitting a pothole hard. Like you ever hit a pot so, pothole so hard that you like your soul leaves your body? No, like, I'm a good driver. <laughs> like I hit this <laughs> pothole. Like and like you could hear the car bottom out, and it was like oh shit! Like that that probably did some damage, and then. Like 30 seconds later, lights on behind me. So I pull off into a parking lot and I've got my license and registration and everything I got. He's like, Hey, you threw some sparks back there. Are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, I hit that pothole. He's like, Yeah, you hit it hard enough that all of your lights went out. I was like, What? He's like, Yeah. And it's like, Well, because I had daytime running lights okay. on the car. So those stayed on. So the headlights stayed on, but all the other lights, like I had, when I had hit so hard, it, it broke the light relay like even the four-way flashers wouldn't work like i knocked all of my like everything out and i was just like wow i thought it was a little dark in my inside my car but i always turn the the dashboard dimmer way down so that it doesn't blind me so like 
all the lights were off inside the car. I, I couldn't see any instrument panel and nothing. It was just like I hit it and like all of it went out. And, uh, I saw a guy like I thought he might have totaled his car because he, he rocked his whole car. Uh, um, come in in the backside from like uh, where PetSmart and Target is. Mm-hmm. You can come in uh, between these two stores. There's this really low spot, and like every winter, it gets a huge ass deep pothole there. Oh yeah, and um, but it's also a low spot, so it'll fill with water. So it just looks like a nor- <laughs> it looks like a normal little puddle, but there's a giant pothole in the middle of it. Yeah, and this guy hit it, probably doing like thirty, way too fast to be driving through there anyway. Yeah, but he hit it at like it, his car bounced like it almost like it was gonna roll. Damn. <laughs> yeah, there's a up by my house on Cascade Way. It's like just as you come up over the hill, like if you're heading. Um, towards uh towards division from my house you come up and as soon as you crest the hill there's always like every winter there's a whole line of potholes that form right there and i don't know why what right like what they did to the road that would make like all of these potholes form but um it'll eat cars like it'll or it'll eat tires like it people drive over them and they'll pop every you know like they'll just pop the, the tires off the rims and stuff like that like it fucks them up and it's really funny when i was driving a tow truck because it was like the second the the snow would start to thaw i'd get a ton of triple a calls all for the same spot they're like yeah i need a tire change here and it was like okay well i'm gonna be towing that car they're like why and i was like because they probably don't realize that their back tire's flat now too <laughs> they probably only thought it was their front tire and sure enough i'd get there and they're like there'd be like five or six cars oh you know you're here for me i called triple a it's like yeah no you're next <laughs> <laughs> I got somebody on their way for you too. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It was like, and I even, I remember towing a cop car from there because he had done the same damn thing. He hit that. If you, once you hit it, it like, it would just push the tire off the rim. It wouldn't even like actually hurt the tire. It would just, yeah, like, the just, way just, that, you'll break the seal. Yeah. Break the seal. And it was like flat and you're done. And it was like my air compressor on my truck wasn't strong enough to pop the, the tire back onto the, the bead seal or whatever. So <clears throat> yeah. All right, that's all the time we have this week, folks. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Facebook at Not A Terribly Good Podcast, and you can listen to us on all of the major podcasting apps. Yeah, and we're going to start tweeting more at NATG Pod. All right, we'll see you next week.